Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. What does it take to pick out the best butter? I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. I talked to Mary Ann and Carrie Collegian. Marianne is retired from the Center for Dairy Research, and Carrie teaches at Penn State. These two are the butter experts, judging butters from around the world at the World Championship Cheese Contest. They tell me what it takes to judge butter. I think if you can grade butter, you can grade cheese, but not the other way around. Would you agree? So there's there's not a lot of people that are trained for grading butter. There's more people trained for grading cheese because we've got a lot of nuances with butter. It's very subtle, like like mild cheeses, but there's also a lot of different textural aspects that you see with butter that you wouldn't see with the cheese that we're looking at. What are some of the qualities that you're looking for? Well, the first thing you're looking for is flavor, what you have available for flavor. And then you look at body and texture and appearance. So the big thing is flavor for that. One of the things we're looking for in flavor is a really clean flavor. We want a nice dairy note. Uh, We're doing unsalted today, so we may see a little bit of a cultured flavor. But we don't want any off flavors. And with butter, it's really easy to pick up some off flavors. So you're looking for clean, a little cooked, little milky, little sweetness in there. You're looking for a nice clean dairy note that once you swallow it, it just cleans up in your mouth really well. Where do outside flavors come from? Storage? Well, it depends on how the farms were, if they're pasture fed or if they've been given silage, how their milk was treated, you know, once it's the cows are milked, and then how long did it go to the dairy plant, how is it handled in the dairy plant, are they adding any cultures, you know, or lactic acid to make the unsalted butter, so you get different all flavors, and it depends on the age of the milk and the age of the cream, so once you separate it, the age of the cream, that could have an influence on it. So you guys have been charged with butter now for a couple days. We had tw- what, 28 or 29 yesterday, and we've got about the same today. So yesterday we had salted, today we have unsalted, and a different group will have flavored butters later today because the compound butters where you're adding spices and seasonings are another category they have here at the contest. Does it come from all over the place? Are you seeing mostly Wisconsin entries? Oh, no, 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 no. We got from the Netherlands. We got them from Denmark. Um, we have it from New Ireland, Zealand, New Zealand, France, Canada, and within the United States. Butter is a big export product for for big dairy countries like Ireland and Australia, New Z- or Ireland and New Zealand, where they make a lot of dairy. It's because it's a good storage product. So, I'd say Ireland, England, or Ireland, Denmark, New Zealand are big, big dairy ex- or yeah, butter we, exporters. We saw a little from France yesterday, but they. You know, it's all good. We judge it. We don't judge it based on where it came from. We judge it on it itself, the butter itself. Do looks matter in the competition? Well, we have a category on appearance, but you know, if they put a cow on there, or we had, we just had one with a little, um, a little mountain, a little, little mountain chalet. chalet on it. So it was kind of cool, but they don't get extra points for that. They get nice comments, but they not extra nice points. Comments, comments but not extra points. So we do we do notice those things, but it's not part of the 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 defect okay. judging that we're doing. What does it take to be a winner then? I mean, what really sets a butter <laughs> apart? So you know, depending on salted, you know, you're looking for that nice cooked note with no body and texture defects. So you're really looking for a really clean, like Dick Carrie noted earlier, but the dairy notes on there, unsalted. You don't want to taste a big gob of acid or culture because it's you want it pretty level for that. Um, so I typically look at flavor the most 
and then if there's some body and texture defects, that'll downgrade it. But the big thing is flavor. So you're looking for that nice, robust flavor in butter. And not all these guys like grating butter, but I think it's kind of cool to grate butter. <laughs> yeah. I think so, too. I don't think there's, a, there's not nearly as many experienced butter judges out there than there are uh, as, as cheese judges. So. Does being at this competition influence or did it influence you guys in your in your professional careers as researchers or educators? No, I mean, when I was working at the center, we would go and work with butter plants and help them. My area was more food safety, but I knew butter, so I could go in there and help them with any defects they may have. So that was kind of cool. But no, it's just fun to grade. <laughs> But, well, for me, I would say yes, because I am an educator, and my um, this is probably my 10th or 11th time with this contest, and the more I see, the more experience I get, the more I'm able to be a better teacher, because I can take those things that I saw, I've incorporated pictures into my lectures for short courses, so... And going on the tours, the uh, WCMA usually gives us really great judges tours, so getting into some cheese plants that I would never would have seen has helped me. Um, so I do consider this trip professional development in addition to a lot of fun. Do you get full when you're trying all this butter, or you get to spit it we out? Spit. spit. spit it we out. spit, yep. If you didn't spit it out, you get so satiated that you're going to be able to grate butter. We also clean our pellets with crackers or water. apples and water, and then we take a break like after 10, 15 samples because... Otherwise, it would all taste the same, and it wouldn't be fair to judge the butter if you had to do 25, 30 in a row. So we take a little break. And do you have to make sure you eat before? Because if you're hungry, does that influence your... I don't really... My hunger level does not influence my judging. Okay. (laughs) It really doesn't. Typically, you you judge better in the morning because you get a little pallet fatigue and you get tired in the afternoon. But I have to have something in my stomach... Carrie doesn't. No, I don't. Yeah, it, that, and, and, and I'm not a morning, and I'm not a morning eater. So I think we're it's our normal routine of what we normally do anyway. It's okay. a personal preference. Yeah. Okay. A lot of the judges will have something in their belly because you know what, all that cheese or butter just sitting in there. If you swallow, if, if it's really, really, really good, <laughs> then I might do it. Yeah, there were a few curds that did not get spit out yesterday. So yeah, let's... we did the cheese curds yesterday. I feel confident calling Marianne Smakowski and Carrie Collegian the Butter Queens. The duo were charged with judging butters from across the globe at the World Championship Cheese Contest. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.